What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3D Rivals, your first line of defense against stupid movies. My name is DJ, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, my sister Delilah. What's up? My brother Derek. What's up? And my friend Dan. What's going on? Can y'all tell me if I'm talking loud enough? Because I feel like I don't be talking loud enough. You are loud enough. I am? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, you guys, we are talking about Shang-Chi, which just came out in theaters, a long-awaited Marvel movie, the first uh, all-Asian cast Marvel movie to be in the MCU. And uh, we're first going to do a spoiler-free review, let you know what we thought about the movie, and then we'll get into spoilers later. So make sure you sit back and enjoy our review. So first, I'm gonna in general ask all of you guys, what did you think about Shang Chi? Um, I liked it. It was um better than I thought. Not that I thought it was gonna be bad. I I was going and thinking it was gonna be good, but it it exceeded my expectations for it. Ah, it exceeded expectations. Okay. Really? I thought you didn't want to see the movie. No, I don't want to see Eternals. Yeah, that was definitely Eternals. That she. She definitely doesn't want to see. I don't Eternals. want to see that. I wanted to see this movie. <laughs> I I have to say I'm not excited for Eternals. Um, I think it's gonna be trash. But Shang Chi was like for me one of the most anticipated Marvel movies to see this year. Like I, besides Black Widow, which I was disappointed by, um, <laughs> I wanted to see this movie the most. I was very excited to see this movie, and I have to say I agree with Delilah. It did not disappoint. And it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was going to be good, but it was better than I thought it would be. Agreed. Uh, Dan and Derek, no thoughts? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was good. I liked the movie. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect going in. Never really heard much about Shang-Chi, so I was... Pretty open-minded and optimistic, but uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I can't. Can I wait? Can I say what I liked? It? What no? Yes. Oh my gosh. What? What, what did you like? I'm, about I'm, it? I'm, just, I'm trying not to spoil nothing. Um, I, I like the uh, the characters, <laughs> uh, and I like the, the choreography of what they were doing. The uh, the, the fighting. The fighting in the movie. Yes. Okay. Well, while while Dan gets his mind together, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I got it together. That's what I was trying to say. Um, I I have heard of Shang-Chi before, probably in passing because I watch, like, you know, stuff on YouTube about comics and stuff. But I've never actually read or seen anything, you know, Shang-Chi related. So um, I don't didn't really know his story going in. So I don't know how closely they stuck to it. I think they stuck pretty close to it. But what I know, and this is just what I've read in passing, is that he was trained as an assassin as a kid. Okay. That part they kept. Everything else I don't know. I also didn't dive deep into it. And for me, I think I benefited by not knowing anything about him. Yeah. Yeah, it possibly could have been a benefit. And I also think it also benefited by, like, having a trailer that didn't really tell you anything. Oh, definitely. After watching this movie, those tra- that trailer Marvel yeah, is the good for this. Yeah, been sure that trailer was for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> well, I think all the shots in the trailer were actually in the movie. They were. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it did not give away anything about this movie at all. People were guessing that it was going to be about, like, some kind of fighting tournament because you had the scene in the ring and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it's not about that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it benefits us because it just, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And right. so I think it yeah. was good. It's like you couldn't be disappointed. True. Yeah. Um, like Dan was mentioning, the uh, choreography was very good. I, I think every fight scene in this movie was so well choreographed, and it looked ex like it just it drew your eye, and it just mm-hmm. looked it awesome. Looks like they was really fighting each other. I was like, y'all yeah. did not draw this. Up. Like, it looked like they really just randomly was fighting each other. Mm. Yeah. But it was beautifully done. Yeah, um, I believe the director said they took inspirations from, like, Crouching Tiger, Hitting Dragon, mm-hmm. which if you've seen that... I was going to say that. I, I was going to say that. that. Yeah. It reminded, it reminded me of that. that. Yeah. yeah, there were that. definitely some scenes that you can tell Drew from, like, you, you know, the kind of fluid, mm-hmm. smooth motion that you get. But then you also had... And I'm going to talk about in movie facts, you also had like some of the up close kind of uh, real physical fighting. And that kind of reminded me of like, you know, like some Jackie Chan movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And I it, like it the mixture of with the fight where it was like, you know, really in slow motion so you could see the fluidity and then like. Is being quick and then regular speed. I thought um, how they, um, the camera work, I should say, on that, I thought was done very, 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 very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, probably said- stuff you had to slow down or else you would have never seen it. Because like some of the stuff that they was doing, I was like, yeah, they had to slow this down or else we would have, there's no way we would have seen that. It was moving too fast. Yeah. Um, props to everybody on this movie director um the whoever's the director of the the cameras and stuff um i forget what they call that (laughs) riggers rig no there there is an actual person that uh it's a simple right the camera grip grip. whatever props to the crew (laughs) and all that as well uh, good acting too especially with the main character and I don't With know what I know. Yeah. I I was fearful of it being like maybe overacting. Uh, no, I don't acting. think there was any overacting in this at all. Uh, Aquafina, I thought she was funny. Like, um, yeah. I felt like she was herself. Like, you know, that's like how she is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I she's like the she same was, uh, in every movie, yeah. but at the same time, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, um, the same I, person. I feel like he did a good job too. And I was like, I was kind of afraid of like, you know, of overacting, but he, he did good. Why did would there good. be overacting? Yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Um, what I was going to say, and I think that what this movie really benefits from, is that it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, like not, not even a little yeah. bit. And I think it really helps. Like, I'm glad we didn't throw in another Marvel character in there, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm glad, like, for 99% of the movie, everyone was just regular people. 
Yeah. You know? To be honest, this could have been, like, a non-Marvel movie, and you would have left it exactly the same, yeah. to be honest. And I felt that, too. I think it was, like, we were, like, three quarters into the movie, and I said, I was like, man, this doesn't even seem like it's a Marvel movie. And not in a bad way. Like, I think it's excellent that way, because I know a lot of people, even though I love the Marvel movies, a lot of people say, oh, they're so formulaic and stuff, and, you know, they're all the same. This definitely is not that and it's it's refreshing until the end because marvel just cannot get away from their cgi fights <laughs> there is there is a large cgi fight at the end which it was fine but you know i would have been happy if they did something different it was fine but i have to say i was not as into the cgi fight as i was into all the rest exactly of the and i think that kind of just is like oh we're doing so great and then we're just like ah it is a marvel movie after all yeah and the Probably oh, because outside the CGI fight, uh, it's like, yeah, they really get down like this. Yeah, like them other fights, like, yeah, people really can do this. That's what was like mind blowing about it. Like, yeah. people really can do this. And, like, even the, the train, I don't know if I should, should say that, but the training that they were showing that he went through, yeah. mm-hmm. like, yeah, people really do do this, like, in real life. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you can, you can actually see some of the different forms of martial art. One that I could pick out with Tai Chi. I know. I think that was the uh, what um, Michelle Yeoh's character was basically doing, and also Shang Chi's mom. Um, and it's funny because we base we said this when we were watching the movie, but we we're like, oh, it's like they're airbending, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the it looks it actually looks similar because. Um, the style that they use for the airbenders in that show. And I think in the live action non-movie that doesn't exist um, in that too, they actually use Tai Chi as kind of one of the basis for that. And so like, you could just see the different styles mm-hmm. and I don't know, it was very interesting to see. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, another thing I want to bring out um, his sister, which I don't know if he has a sister in the comics or not. I'm not sure. Um, but I thought she was fantastic. Honestly, I mean, like, her fight scenes were great. I feel like, man, is she a better fighter than this dude? <laughs> she was a beast. We're going to we talk over spoilers. It was one fight she was in in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, which then made me think, like, we could have used more of her, mm-hmm. I think. I, I hope she returns, honestly, and not just in, like, a, another Shang-Chi movie. Like, I hope she comes back. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see if they bring her back. Yeah. So I I think like if I were to say anything slightly negative, I felt like we could have used more of her. Mm-hmm. The end of the middle of the movie kind of slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. And it's like they spent that time, you know, explaining more things to us. Not that we didn't need the explanation. Is that we started off like action, 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 mm-hmm. and then it's just the next thirty minutes or so. Second act. <laughs> it was just talking yeah i mean i still it still had my interest no i'm not saying it it didn't and it's not that i hated it it's just like it just we started kind of high then we dropped low then we got back high but then you know cgi fight (laughs) yeah (laughs) i really hate this cgi somebody's you know people got paid for that but anyway uh (laughs) but yeah uh what was i saying about his sister yeah his sister um i kind of disagree with you on that as far as like using her more Okay. Uh, I did like her. She mm-hmm. was excellent. She was amazing. But I kind of liked that they gave us a taste of her. We can see what she can do. And I do believe that they will bring her back. 
but if we got like you know too much of her it's like all right where do we take her from here can we elevate her from here or is it just gonna be more of the same if you got her in another movie yeah. since they gave us like a little taste of her it's like yeah now they can definitely elevate her from there and like we can like see see what else she can do but they built that anticipation i think that is i don't know if that was on purpose or not but i think they did a good job with that all right that's a valid point mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually kind of like the idea. I'm pretty sure that's not that was not their intention. But, but... it leaves you wanting more <laughs> to see more of her. Yeah, that yeah. is a yeah. That's true indeed. Okay. Um one last thing before we get to like spoilers. Um the villain which we all know is the Mandarin, the real Mandarin. I really like what they did with him. It's not what you expected at all. Like if you went into this movie thinking Oh, this is what the Mandarin is going to do. You're wrong. I'm called. <laughs> no one get w- guessed what happens with the, him in the movie, and yeah. I think it was a good change of pace for villains in the Marvel universe. And I, it was just interesting, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think this is probably one of Marvel's more solid villains, and we all know they have a they have a villain problem in their movies. Yeah. And I think when you, the villains, it falls in the category of like Killmonger and Thanos is, they have a motivation, mm-hmm. a motivation that even though it may be wrong, <laughs> you know what it is and you understand it. Yeah. And I think that kind of brings out what makes a good villain. And he was one of that. It's like definitely not what I thought it was going to be going in. Cause I'm basing off of, you know, my knowledge of the Iron Man cartoon. Yeah. And right. <laughs> and it was completely different than that. And there was a reason for that also. But it just he was a good villain. And even though he, you know, what, he was. Yeah. I was going to say he was a good villain. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that also really helped this movie too. Yeah. Yep. I will say so far our top 5 MCU villain. Well, when you only have 3 good villains, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a whole bunch. No. <laughs> uh, Black Widow's villain wasn't good. That's for Ooh. sure. Um, yeah. Don't even remember his name. Dragoff? Oh, oh yeah. It was Dragoff. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah I didn't forget that. that. Okay. Yeah, and and Taskmaster kind of not uh, yeah, really. kind of Taskmaster. No, that's no, nothing. All right, so what we're gonna do since um we're, we're gonna get to spoilers. So if you haven't seen seen Shang Chi, we're gonna give kind of our overall like should you go see it or not? Which I think three rivals consensus yes. is definitely go see definitely. this movie. It's a very good movie. Um, and then so you can go watch the movie. Then come back to the podcast and see what we have to say about the spoiler things. I'm pretty sure you'll be interested in that. And we can go ahead and jump into spoilers. Okay. Guys, what did you think? (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know what? Not knowing what the movie was going to be about, Mm -hmm. definitely wouldn't have guessed this. I mean, because overall it's like, you know, he gets a postcard from his sister, which somehow... A dragon tells him her address, whatever. Yeah, I was like, what is, how do you know what that says? It's just a picture of a dragon. Just, just a picture but of a dragon. But Ari, I mean, he, he's smart. He's smart. You got it. <laughs> so, you know, he, he goes to China to, you know, warn his sister. They're like, hey, they're coming after me. 
then his father's there, you know, they mm-hmm. get beat up and I guess kidnapped by their dad or whatever. Um. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So we were talking about the fight scenes. First, the fight scene on the bus, man, like that, that was, was a sweet fight scene. That was a Dope. good fight scene. And funny, too, you had that guy that was recording. He was originally in Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, he's the one that asked Spider-Man to do a flip. Oh, um, okay. So apparently he's going to be a reoccurring character. <laughs> hey, why not? Why but not? that was funny because he yeah. just starts recording like, all right, I'm going to be <laughs> ranking the fight as it goes along. <laughs> like, what? You know, I actually did a little, little bit of karate back in the day. So yeah, I'm going to rank the fight. Like, really, dude? No, you, didn't. <laughs> you don't. You don't even look like you qualify. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's weird about that bus scene? And maybe is it just me? Like the guys on the bus are just two random guys. Like I'm gonna need that necklace. Like, yeah, like <laughs> bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Which was I? I guess I could just ignore it. But like I fully did feel like they just like oh we just gonna have two random people fight on the bus. Well, I mean they were I was, they were sent from his dad. Yeah, but still. That didn't just feel like, I don't know, kind of a random. You couldn't meet this guy's apartment or whatever. You just walk to a guy True. on the bus like, I'm going to need that. Yeah, why would you decide, like, right, okay, he rides this bus every day, so we're going to ambush him on the bus. How about before he gets on the bus? Oh, or maybe because he can't really escape the bus. You know, if he's out on the ground, he could run away or something like that, you know? I feel like that's not what they were thinking. And a guy wears valet. Like, where was he going? That's true. You could have just jumped him at his job. Just saying. There was easier ways to do this than on a bus. <laughs> but then we wouldn't have had that cool scene. It was a cool scene. True. But still. True. Yeah. Um, so that scene was dope. Uh, like I mentioned in the non-spoilers, Aquafina was just funny the whole way through. Although she had a little bit yeah. of a character arc in the movie. It was a small one. Tiny. You know. She got to shoot the dragon. I mean, she did, you know, if she was a character without direction and then, you know, yeah. found motivation. And, of course, she, you know, saves the day, even though she I had mean, all of one day worth of training. Hey, if you got a shooting arrow. <laughs> one day worth of training. Everyone well, maybe, else. You know, maybe she shot arrows But she, just, she was you know, okay with it already. Like, the first time she shot an arrow, she hit the target. I'm guaranteed first time I pick a bone arrow, I miss the target completely. So should shoot, that not mean <laughs> that she should probably have missed the target the first time? Huh? So well, this- maybe, like, she just has a little bit of a natural talent. Uh-huh. You know? A plus high-pressure situation, who knows? The adrenaline helped her aim. Usually that goes the other way, doesn't it not? Yeah, yeah it messes up your aim. That's yeah. why you gotta take them pills. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep them shaking. I'm just saying. No. I don't know. She had to, okay? <laughs> I just, uh, I just, like, you know. Um, Yeah, but one thing, too, besides, like, the choreography of the fights, we well, this is still choreography, but it wasn't just, like, a fight scene. Some of them, like, the first time, the Mandarin and, or what was his name, Win Wu? I, I think. Yeah. Uh, The first time he fought uh, Shang-Chi's mother, did we get her name in the movie? I don't know if we did. Or I think they might have said it. I don't know what it is. So we're just going to call her his mother. Okay. Um, that fight scene was interesting. We were like, we all were like, it's like they're dancing, yeah. basically. Yeah. It, I mean, it was very pretty to look at. I'm not going to lie. But it was at one point, I'm like, oh, so they're just not fighting anymore. Yeah, pretty much until she threw them in water. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go at all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, love at first sight, and he decided to leave his game banging ways behind so he can be with her. True. Yeah, she he changed his ways for her. Uh huh. And, and then she died. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. What isn't that how it went down? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> All right, so who do, who do we see? Because uh, he sees his sister who's running a, a underground fight ring, you mm-hmm. know, fight club. Mm-hmm. First rule about fight club. Don't talk about fight club. Don't talk about fight club. But we're going to talk about it. Um, so there were a few Ooh. things. It looked like there was somebody with extremists in there. Y'all see that guy with, like, the glowing skin and stuff? Um, I thought it was just a guy with glowy skin. Oh, okay. I thought it was extremists. It looked similar. I'm gonna say no to that. Like, why? Didn't that all get destroyed? Okay, maybe not. Um, it was a glowy skin guy. Interesting fact, though, he was in the ring with someone who was a Black Widow in the Black Widow movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not notice that. Yeah, and she was. And are those regular glasses that you wear, or are they like? That's what I'm saying. Like, you like pause and zoom and enhance on these scenes. It's called YouTube, where other people pause. Actually, honestly, I don't know how they figured this out. They had to watch the movie like several times, or I don't, I don't get it because this is in theaters only, so it's not like you can slow down and pause. But other people have figured it out, and if they figure it out, I can figure it out. But yes. She was. She was one of the Black Widows in the Black Widow movie, and she was in there. Not surprising. Cool. I mean, this seems like a kind of place that super-powered people go to make some little cash on the side. And right, yeah. You, you fight into these things because you had Wong there from uh, yeah. Doctor Strange, him and Abomination, which was in the trailer. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's about nothing at all yeah that we made all this big old deal about abomination and wong fighting each other and it's in the trailer and stuff it was yeah it was just a two second fight between the two and then they left and that's it that's it just well you know dr strange is broke now so he needs that cash yeah but i mean it it was still kind of like is abomination a good guy now though no I'm pretty sure he's not. No, he's just fighting. But Wong did walk off with right. him. They probably yeah, they went easy thing. Maybe there's an agreement. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, we're gonna do this fight, split the winnings. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that probably never will be explained. It really doesn't have to. It, it doesn't not. have to. But <laughs> it, it doesn't have to. Really doesn't have to. But it does lead for speculations. <laughs> But now I until stated otherwise. Yeah, but <laughs> this scene leads up to us seeing his sister for the first time. Yes. Okay. So this was the fight scene I was talking about. And kicked his butt. Yes. Yes. Now he wasn't fighting back that much, really, but still, like. But remember what she said, though, because her father wouldn't train her, and only yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So then she said she trained herself to do everything they did, but better. Mm. Better. We did see that in their little montage, and she started like yeah training. So I, honestly, I mean, from I think she's the better fighter. I, well, the kick she knocked him out with, I was like, ah, mm. yeah, ow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's an angry person. Yeah. She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I did enjoy her fight scenes. They had the little fight on the scaffolding. 
That was interesting. Well, after that, you know, the people who his father sent, of course, comes again because she's like, I didn't send you anything. You left me behind and I hate you still. And <laughs> and he's like, but you sent me a letter. And she's like, I did. And then, of course, you know, walls blow up and then, you know, yeah. assassins come to come get yeah. them. I swear bad guys, like, they have it timed. They're like, oh, they're going to figure it out. Let's wait. Let's wait. Oh, they figured it out. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> because it's all these, like timed perfectly <laughs> yeah always Ridiculous. i didn't see the explosion bad guy answers yes but <laughs> <laughs> that does lead us to meeting his father for the first time and you get and then you learn his his motivation and basically is you know he misses his wife yeah and if i was yeah. doubting it for the movie until the end where i'm like okay no he actually uh, because he's trying to go into his wife's old village and break down this gate because he thinks his wife is still alive and trapped yeah. behind this gate. Yeah. And I thought he was lying or whatever, but no, that was his real motivation. Like, no malicious yep. intent at all. And I was like, wow, I did not expect that. Didn't expect it at all. Yeah, it was just really like just trying to save the woman that he loves, which is very, because, I, like, I agree. Like, I cause like, I don't trust this dude. But actually, the whole time, I was like, I don't trust nobody. I didn't trust Michelle Yeoh when she first. I was like, she's lying. <laughs> and it's just like, no one was lying. No one, you know, because he was saying that um, her village, since they didn't want him there, Tao Lao, and it's kind of like a magical Pokemon world. <laughs> it does have a lot of strange <laughs> characters in it. Um, there's the chicken like and pig thing chicken. without a face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tell me that some of those things didn't look like an Eevee to you. Uh, it, looked, little it looked like a Vulpix in Ninetales, yeah. All them, all them tails, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's like, that's an and Asian Bulbasaur. lore, especially Japanese lore. Ninetail Fox is a, a, oh, is it? a big thing. And I think it's in both Japanese and Chinese lore. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. I so, know zero about... Uh... Which, why it would be in Pokemon as well. Also, ah. Naruto. So yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a cartoon. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anime. It's a pretty good one. It's long though. Oh well, then I'm not watching it. Yeah. Um. Find <laughs> <laughs> themselves in their head forward and run like when they do at the end of the. Uh, oh of the yeah, stuff, it is yeah. the one where they have their hands behind. But apparently, it's not the only anime that's like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. But we, like, it's known for that. It's weird. It's like, why would you run like that? <laughs> Right, like if you fall, your face is the first thing. Going. Yeah, you are falling face first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's it has a bunch of weird out. creatures in it, and you can only get through it through a moving forest. Yes, and so of course, only once a year does the you know the I guess the front part where you can go in and not get your way a straight path through. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, his father believed that you know. The village of Tao Lao, I think I'm saying that right. Apologize if I'm not. Um, had basically his wife wasn't dead; that they kidnapped her and trapped her behind the gate, and he was gonna go in there and rescue her. Mm-hmm. That now that he had the map on how to get in, yeah. And but because he's evil and he was always evil, he was just going to destroy the whole village in the process. Yeah. And they're like, "You're gonna kill a bunch of innocent people," and he's like, "I'm about to get my girl." 
and that was his motivation. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, so he yeah. planned on burning down a village. Yeah, of course. I was just like, I don't think you have to kill the whole village to get to your wife, but he's just like, nope. Killing well, everybody. That You know, that's kind of interesting where I felt like maybe we need a little bit more of him too because it opens up telling us that he was the leader of the Ten Rings mm-hmm. and he's, you know, basically immortal. Yeah, because he, for a thousand years. He's he been around for forever. And I kind of wanted more background on, it's like they kind of said like he's a bad guy. He's always been until he met his wife. Mm-hmm. Then he put it all away and then she died and he comes back to what he used to be. I did feel like we didn't get enough about what he used to be. True. They didn't really expound that much on the Ten Rings. We And we've seen, look, the Ten Rings have been around since the beginning of the MCU, right? Like, they yeah. were the ones that kidnapped Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, the only time it was the fake Ten Rings was in Iron Man 3 when uh, Aldris Killian pretended to be the Mandarin. Which, mm-hmm. in this movie, they said... Like, so when Wu's not even called the Mandarin. No. But uh, Aldrich Killian, like, came up with a name because he didn't know who was the leader of the Ten Rings. Yeah, so he comes up with it yeah. and they even made a point that said that he named himself after a dish. <laughs> a, a chicken dish. <laughs> <laughs> they were afraid of an orange. Which <laughs> 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 is... Kind of funny if you really think about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I felt like maybe we could have got a little bit more about exactly what the Ten Rings are about. Yeah, that would be interesting. I would, I would be down for a Ten Rings movie. Maybe we'll get one. Yeah. Well, now yeah, his, his sister is the leader of the Ten Rings. Yeah. 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 Maybe I guess we'll she's evil now. Um, she seems maybe, more of an you know. anti-hero type. Well, that's yeah, kind of, I don't think she's freelance, freelance type thing. Maybe not evil. It's just, you know, I'm not a hero either. I, I think she maybe just found an opportunity because she always felt like left behind because mm-hmm. her brother said, I'm going to be back in three days and he never came back for her. Yeah. Which is I feel her being evil. angry about that. So I think this is kind of like she sees this opportunity because remember, like her father wouldn't train her. You know, her brother leaves her. And then now she says, I have this organization that can be all minds and i can have you know all the power why not yeah yeah true yeah so um oh we were talking about them in the the magical world yeah so turns out um his wife was not talking to him it is actually the dragon behind the gate who uses people to try to get him to break out yeah so yeah apparently yeah he lures people to the gate and for and like lies to them saying he that they're, they're whatever what they decide whatever's the most. yeah yep yeah that's all i was gonna say the greatest desires so he's the dweller in darkness is what it was called is a real character in, in the marvel comics Ooh. yeah okay um and i think from what i saw there along the lines of like nightmare um and stuff like that in the Marvel comics. Oh. So another connection. Yeah. Apparently the Dweller what? in Darkness was the one okay, so here's some Galactus lore. If you guys want to hear that. Okay. <laughs> well, Galactus exists because he was the last person to uh well, he was the only person to survive the collapse of his universe. Slash multiverse. Mm-hmm. 
and his multiverse collapsed because of the Dweller in Darkness. Why would he have caused the collapse? I forgot what it was. He did something and caused the collapse. Okay. And then the survivor fused with the sentience of the universe and became Galactus. <laughs> yeah, comics. <laughs> you had me up until that point. Up until that very point. Yeah, yeah. That part is like his comics. But yes, Dweller in Darkness is a real character. Um, And I don't know. It looks kind of like that. It's like a squid head thing with... I don't know. I'm just going to call it a dragon. Okay, cool. I mean, it's kind of like, a, I mean, he was like a dragon locked up in a castle, couldn't get free. I mean, mm-hmm. the only thing he didn't have was fire breath. True. Interesting. I don't think Asian dragons have, it started off at least with fire breath. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a European thing? Yeah. It was the European dragons had the fire breath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're more water based, which you definitely can see in this movie. Oh, Yeah. Can we talk about these airbending powers? <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, are you glad you made me watch that show? Because now I have something to relate to. She immediately made that reference. You only watched three episodes. It's okay. I understood it. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's an expert. I, really? Mm-hmm. So, can someone tell me, does he have these powers in the comics? I don't know. Well, none of us know anything Ooh. about Shang-Chi. Um, in the comics, he said he has no superpowers. He just well well skilled in the different uh martial arts. training of martial arts. Oh, so they just added that for the movie? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess you could be like, oh, it's technically just a martial arts skill that he's doing. That's more than that. I mean, the dude was controlling the elements. Mm, not really. He made a few little he created air bubbles so he doesn't drown. No, I think those air bubbles was the dragon. That was from that was from the dragon. You think that was the dragon? Yeah, I think the dragon yeah. did that so he didn't drown. Oh, I mean he'd have been dead anyways. No, he was, yes, in, he water. Was. He was in water too long before the air bubbles came. It was happening at the same time. You can't. It was movie time. It's movie time. Man, get that out of here. Dude would have been dead. <laughs> it's fine. That, and I'm pretty sure his father broke every rib in his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he had that, that fight between them, and it was just like I was like, "Well, okay." I figured he was actually gonna break the gate down, but I didn't. I didn't think Shang Chi was gonna lose like that. <laughs> yeah, and then is it just me, or did he have time to save his father? What do you mean? After when the dragon snatched up his dad, I was like. You gonna do something about this? That was in slow motion. Man, nah, he ain't even try. What was he gonna do? I, at least shoot at it and get blocked. Shoot at it with what? He did not have. He did not have a projectile. I'm gonna try something. Something. He wasted his command, command on his father. His what? He didn't have it no more. Command, man. Yeah, command, man. Yeah, if you're gonna make a reference, you gotta get it right. What is? What is that? <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. A fireball. Dragon Ball Z. Hadouken. Okay, how about that? You, you get that right. Fireball. Hadouken. Uh, he didn't you... shoot a fireball. What are you talking about, When though? he had all ten rings? But he didn't have the when rings anymore. His rings. dad had the rings. Look. Throw he could have something. Uh, thank you. Throw a rock. Pretend like you're trying to save your father. That was kind of messed what? up. What? I, I was like... Mean? Nothing, but it's the effort that counts. <laughs> I think it was kind of messed up that his father died. I was like, ah, oh, man, dang. 
They got him. <laughs> I really thought the aunt was going to die, but she did not. She didn't die. Which is cool. I thought she was, too. I, I'm with you, Delilah. I thought she was, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so Shang-Chi has the Ten Rings now. Yes. I'm like, okay, that makes him pretty, like, I mean, he was already dope, but now. So, here's my thing. You have him mm-hmm. and Captain Marvel. Do you really need anybody else? Nah, man, they're pretty much a beast. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't. Like, I what mean, you could have said that? that in the beginning with, like, you got Hawk and you got Thor. Do you really need anybody well, else? Thor's always No, but world. you're talking about two people that can be beaten. Both of them. Not a lot of uh, people on Earth could beat Thor. On Earth. Yeah. We find a lot of things that are not from Earth. Well, I'm. I have a feeling the villains are going to step up because apparently Thor: Love and yeah. Thunder is. Uh... Well, they're going to have to. Yeah. If we're throwing in all of these powered heroes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Well, that plus, I'm guessing the Eternals are going to be in more than just their movie, right? I don't need to see. And I saw the trailer. You basically got like a Superman type guy on their squad, so. At least he can fly and shoot laser beams. So, you know. Yeah. Well, or I don't know. Maybe the movie. Flying Cyclops? Yes. <laughs> flying Cyclops? Well, that is laser. exactly That's, what's on there. Okay. Yes. I, I think there's more of Superman, <laughs> but okay. All right. We can, we, can go with, we can go with that. Flying Cyclops. <laughs> I never heard that one before. That's, that's, that's a new one. Yeah. But yeah. so, yeah, Shang-Chi's a beast. Um,. I want to see him in more movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. we will. I think we will. Well. Well, they said, th- wait, no, you know what? We were talking about seeing a Ten Rings movie. The end was the Ten Rings will return. Yeah. That was the end of the movie. Yeah. The Ten Rings will return. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're going to get a Ten Rings movie. Yeah. Well, but- or something. Something. It's yeah. gonna be the second movie that maybe have more of his sister Is than it? him. Oh, he has to fight his sister. Maybe yeah. she'll be more main or Yeah. What was surprising? I know you were talking about the village and all the creatures and whatnot. This movie was definitely uh and I should have mentioned it before, spoilers, but like it had more of a fantasy vibe to it than I thought. Like you said, the trailers gave no allusion to this at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it was like I was kind of saying, like in the beginning, like when you know he's with his people, and then the forest closed, and I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that's what I realized. Like, oh, this movie is like nothing at all. What I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, no butt, butt bunnies in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Would we? I got in the same reception. If they put it in the trailer. Uh, well, I think the dragon was in the trailer. I don't think it was. The part where he met it underwater was. Yeah. The underwater like a, one was. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. but you Almost have that. Fing Fang Foom. Yeah. Which it is not. It's not Fing Fang Foom. No. It's not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like the little chicken pig thing that they have, you know, and then like, you know, the 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 
the lions that look like dragons in the face? Well, those are like you've seen those uh, statues. Like, yeah. Um, they are like lions. Yeah. But I forgot what they call them. What kind of? Lions I know they're, they're lions, but they're not lions. Yeah, they're like a mythical creature from uh, Chinese lore, I believe. Yeah. So, like, yeah, very interesting. Just not expecting him to go into this super secret village. Oh, uh, man, y'all remember that scene where the guy, like, tries to shock oh, the and lion? He gets... <laughs> oh, and he got he slapped fire out of his face? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was I don't funny. I know why he did that. Don't uh, fight the lion. It was so funny because he just went and attacked him, like, for no reason. Yeah, like, why, he though, dude? Yeah. At all. Yeah, like, why'd you run past the people to attack this lion? Right, easier targets, guy. I guess he thought he'd get the big thing out first, right? You know? Take that out. Take out the big gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not... I'm gonna stay away from the wild animal. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, the CGI fight... It was okay. They did have some moments in it, him saving his sister on the back of the dragon. You know, there were some good moments. Well, one, I think the moment with him arriving on the dragon before we got to the big fight at the end was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. cool. Um, Yeah, I just, my problem with the CGI fight is that it was just a CGI fight. Not that it it looked bad. Of course, second time around, it's probably going to look like, well, but um, it looked fine. Mm -hmm. The action was fine. It's It's just kind of like, we do this in every movie. Yeah, they're going to do it in every movie. And then it's just like I felt like that fight. It's he not. Had... It was a lot better than the Venom CGI fight. Yeah, <laughs> but like, don't you think like if it would have ended with like the fight he had with his dad, mm-hmm. something like yeah, I, that like... would have been spot on. Yeah, that would have been spot on. Yep. Yeah. Well, so he doesn't open the gate. Well, no, I'm just saying you could take something like that fight and had that instead of. Oh, yeah, because what if they made the Dweller in Darkness like a humanoid type thing, you know? Yeah, or, I don't know, he does open it, and, he, and then, you know, I don't know. There, there was just, I feel, another way to do it. Yeah. Actually, no, if you made the Dweller in Darkness humanoid, he could have had a hand-to-hand fight with it. And, and it would be almost the same, but Shang-Chi still has to defeat the... Yeah. Or he could have used his ten rings or something because he wasn't really using it. Like when he used it to create a fireball and yeah, yeah. And they said in the movie he commanded me, the. So yeah, I just I don't know, just something different would have been nice. Okay, okay. All right. Um, do we have any movie facts? Do we want to talk about the mid credit scene? Oh yes, true. Okay, so there were two. One. The first one was when they met with Wong. Was that it? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So basically, they're trying to figure out where the Ten Rings are from. And apparently, uh, when Shang-Chi got his hands on the Ten Rings, it let off a beacon. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to theorize. We got 3D Rivals theories going on. What's up with the Ten Rings? In the world of the internet, they're saying this probably has something to do with the Eternals. I was thinking that it has something to do with the Eternals. I think I mentioned that yesterday, didn't I? Yes. Okay. Because Eternals is the next movie. Why yes. not? So, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I thought about it late last night. Okay. When okay. did this movie take place? 
uh, it's present day. Ah. There were some posters where it was talking about uh, surviving the blip and whatnot. Bruce Banner is Bruce Banner. Yeah. He's not Hulk. Yeah. In Endgame. His arm was in a sling. Yes. So did he come back from being Smart Hawk to that? Oh, he did. He reverted back to Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like I'm saying that. And then Captain Marvel didn't have her funky haircut. Not saying you can't grow out your hair, but. Well, you think. Well, this takes place after Endgame, though. Because his his arm is in a sling. I noticed that. But then I was like, how did he revert back? I don't know. Just questions. I don't think they thought about it. I think there's another thing of Marvel overlooking things. <laughs> no, that yeah, with Bruce Banner, I... I think they they definitely thought that over. They look Smart Hawk didn't go over well, and they had to change it. They didn't have to change it. Who hated Smart Hawk? We hated the fact that you didn't show us him becoming that. That's why it didn't go over yeah. well. So they're just gonna okay. So you make it worse by not showing him, by us not him showing going back. back. We don't have Hawk movies. That's everything with the Hawk happens off screen. Does yeah, I mean the stupid contract that they got with Universal, like that. I feel like that is so dumb. That's okay. We don't need a Hawk movie, honestly. No, I'm fine. Although I would like to see Red Hawk or something. That'd be cool. I they would. Got, yeah. They probably got rights to that. Yeah. Well, when when did you think it take place? No, I'm just saying it was just two things I've noticed. Like, okay, yes, I noticed his arm was in a sling, but then I'm like, but he's not the Hawk. Hmm. So, which is kind of weird because he definitely ended in game as the Hawk. True. Yeah, he was at the funeral as the Hawk. Maybe he figured it out. Or maybe he just reverted one day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was the cheapest person they could find to put in this movie. Oh, maybe wow. Not. Well, he had to, they had to use a smart person. No, I think mean, they got it. I, the movie for a reason, though. Like, there's definitely a reason. But is no, it? I think this is 2023. Oh, no, someone figured it out. Um, and they're like, this basically happens at the same time as Far From Home. I forgot what how they uh put it together, but mm-hmm. apparently it lines up with Far From Home. So Peter Parker would be out fighting um Mysterio. So right Far now. From Home was only a couple of months. Far From Home was the summer of twenty twenty four. No, that would have been like a whole year later. No, because Endgame supposedly happened in October of 2023. And it was summer, so that would have to be 2024. So this would be summer 2024. So why is he still having like a baby about Tony Stark being dead? Who's who's baby? Wait, you talking about Spider-Man? Yeah. I mean, it was like eight months later. But they also had murals of the guy in front of his face. <laughs> I don't know. People tend to still be sad about their dead loved ones. I don't know. He was acting like it happened yesterday. No, I th- I think that was fine. <laughs> it's like you people what he, what he meant to him, like what Tony Stark meant to Spider Man. I mean, it was just like your father son kind of deal. Yeah, he was like no crying, bent over, he wasn't, crying I over. Don't know. No, the point of the movie is he had all this weight on his shoulders because he felt like he had to kind of fill in Tony Stark's shoes, which he at the end of the movie is like you don't have to. You can just be. Oh, I understand the movie. I'm just saying it's been nearly a year. 
Oh my goodness. No She's heartless. No it's nice to know that when I die, you like, will. Well, no it's been two months, oh, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> no problem. No, she's gonna be like, oh, it's been two hours. I'm good. Man, it's like, come on, guys, move on. <laughs> it's like, yo, his body's still here. <laughs> right, and then they, when you turn around, there's a big, like, mural of your face everywhere. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, so apparently, yeah, this lines up with Far From Home as far as it is. Plus, uh, I guess Shang-Chi wouldn't have gotten blipped because it had a thing. He graduated in 2017 um, and like his age lined up where he would have still been alive for those five years. Oh, I could care less if he got snapped or not. Just make it so we can keep Marvel's continuity in, in check. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so back to the Ten Rings. So we we think that it's, it has something to do with the Celestials. I I think so because they were saying they don't know where it originated. It's like thousands of years old. It to keep it connected with the rest of the MCU. That's the only thing else that's coming up. Yeah, I I thought that too. Plus the rings in the comics are technology and. These seem to be technology, so it's like maybe it's celestial technology. Well, in the comics, they're from aliens, aren't they? Yeah, they're aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone had a theory, which I think is completely incorrect, but that it is from Kang the Conqueror. And he sent the rings back in time? Right. Like, he, it's future technology that he brought back with him in the past because Kang the Conqueror was like an Egyptian pharaoh at some point. And then he lost them. And he lost them or something like that. And he just didn't get them back. It's always losing important stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I was like, I, I feel yeah. like that one's a stretch. I don't think so. It, it doesn't seem... And then what What would Kang the Conqueror use these for? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like that. I, I do want to the know. King the King and the Conqueror always use future uh, weaponry, though. Yes, but why this? Yeah. That but, is the mystery. And then part of theory is that they're not like really using them to their full potential. Because the rings in the comics had a lot of different powers. Right. You know? Yeah. So, although in our cartoon, he only used them to make a weird beam. Off his hand. I think that was a limit of technology more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. I do want to know. Okay. Uh, the second in credit scene was just his sister taking yeah. over the Ten Rings. She was supposed to go back to disband the Ten Rings, but she decided to take it over herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't blame her. I mean, hey, if I can have a super secret That's assassin good. team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for random movie facts? All right. Movie facts. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Um. So I just have just a little, little tidbit about his comic book character. Okay. Um. They did make some changes because when he first debuted, there was based off a lot of Asian stereotypes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, a lot of mm-hmm. Mandarin is not Shang-Chi's father in the comics. No, it is. It was. Crap. What was it? Fu Manchu. Yes, which is. 
They changed it because that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Fu Manchu is based off of some, like, some British guy made up. Yeah. And, yeah. And then even, like, the way he was illustrated, it's just very bad. Very bad. Yes. Yeah. So, he, some changes has been made to his character over time. But what has stayed the same was that he was trained to be an assassin since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found this interesting, and I just wanted to bring it out, was that um, when a writer's first debuted him, they were told to make him half white. Because otherwise, the comic book readers wouldn't read it with an Asian lead. Why? Why was this mm-hmm. always a thing? I don't understand. And guess what? Yeah. So another bit of fact that you mentioned that. So his mom in the comics was white, and uh, what did they say? It was somebody of like perfect genetics. Like, yeah. Like, she supposedly had perfect genetics or, like, mm-hmm. whatever superior yeah. person, which. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, he was modeled after Bruce Lee. Of course. Was obviously. But in order to, you know, to actually sell these comics, they, they had to make these compromises. And the writers now are saying, like, you know, they regret, you know, like, they went along with these things and. And it was also things about like how the characters were drawn, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Some of it had to do with the limit of technology, yeah, and getting you know colors right, so they just end up looking more stereotypical mm-hmm. than they should have. And I also thought it was interesting, totally unrelated, but the same writer that did this also wrote on Luke Cage. Oh yeah, and he was saying that how in the South they wouldn't even sell the comics because Luke Cage was a black lead. Wow, really? Yes. Wow. So just, you know, just awful. And I guess, you know, some progress has been made since then. Some. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we some. call this the golden age, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to rethink golden age for some people. Yeah. Apparently not if you're Chinese. <laughs> just just absolutely ridiculous. Just trash, but just dumb that they even had to think to like, oh, we have to do this just to sell a comic book. Like, you know what? I'm yeah. like, look, if you don't like me, forget you then. I don't want you reading my stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a shame that they say like, oh, make them half white so people would read it. I don't yeah. think readers would have cared if the character well, was Asian. Or um, Back then, they, I would say they absolutely. Like I just told you, they wouldn't yeah, sell Luke Cage comic book. Probably. So you saying they go far as like we're not gonna sell a comic book with a black guy in it? I guarantee they just say the same thing with an Asian guy in it. Yeah, that's a shame, then. It, yeah, that's a I shame because you you know what? Like these cultures and stuff. One, be well rounded. It's good to learn about them, and that's one thing I have to say about the movie. I'm now obviously I'm not Chinese, so I can't speak on the Chinese culture. <laughs> <laughs> but. I felt like it did um, a good service to Chinese culture in the movie. I would like to believe so, but I can't say for sure. Yeah. I know. Okay. So apparently in the 80s, Stan Lee wanted to do a series on Chung Chi mm-hmm. with Brandon Lee as the star. Ah, Bruce Lee's son. Bruce Lee's son. Yes. That's dope. That would have been dope. Would have been dope. Yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy who plays his father, Tony, is it Luke? I think it's Leong. Leong. 
This is his first American film and his first English speaking role. Really? Yes, but he speaks mm-hmm. fluent English. So, but whatever. This is his first time mm-hmm. doing yeah. an American film. Okay. And um, so as we were saying, how they made a lot of changes to his father. Yeah. One, he's not called the Mandarin. And all that other stuff. Yeah. Is Marvel basically gave him full authority to make the, his own history of the character. Which I think is great. Especially oh. since in a comic it was based on so many stereotypes. Oh, so the director, um, they gave him yeah. just, just do whatever. No. Um, Tony Leung. Yes. Oh, yes, okay. He's he like, got he to didn't decide. even do any research at all in the Mandarin. Okay. I don't think he needed to. Well, no, especially since we're we're changing it. Yeah. For all the good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we're like. We mentioned earlier, it's like, oh, you know, like this is completely different. Is this history because they just gave him leeway? Like, what do you want to do with this guy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the last one I have, which I think is going to roll into some of the items you have. Um. So shooting the bus scene. Mm-hmm. So this this movie was shot in Australia. Since okay. Disney inherited from Fox. So they start shooting movies there. So they actually shipped a couple of San Francisco buses to Australia, put them on gimlets, I think they're called, to make them rock and whatnot. Oh, okay. And then actually shot the fight scene within the bus. And so the actors was like, yeah, we were getting hurt a lot. Because <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, you're doing these moves that you practice, and then they're like, you know, put you on the bus and say, okay, you know, go. Yeah. In a bus, <laughs> so they really fought in the bus. They really fought in the moving bus. That's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was this cool, just just how they brought it all together. And I know you had a couple of other, you know, uh, uh, things with the stunts. Yeah, yeah, one of the stunt coordinators was someone that, uh, I believe was on the stunt team for Jackie Chan. Okay. Um, and worked with Jackie Chan a lot, so that's why I think. Especially in the beginning, you saw like Shanti's fighting style was a lot of defensive type fighting, you mm-hmm. know, and using the environment around him, taking his jacket off or putting it on and stuff to block mm-hmm. and using the environment around him is similar to what you saw in like Jackie Chan movies, which was very, very interesting. Um, and yeah, so you had kind of that behind the movie as well. All right, cool. Any uh, nits to pick? I don't really have one. I mean, my one was, I don't know what the guy's power is. Not a nitpick, it's more of a question. Or what's his power? He doesn't what have is any power. He doesn't have, he's Batman. Okay, I get that he's Batman. That would have been fine until he started moving the wind. <laughs> it, if you know martial arts, you can move wind. You didn't know that? Batman can break wind. So, you know, just that and um, he'd have been super duper dead when his dad shot him into the water. Yeah, probably. But it's the because wasn't he unconscious? He was like unconscious. He was like floating down. And despite what Darren says, he was in the water for like ten minutes. He was fine. (laughs) Okay, Darren, we're gonna put you in the water for ten minutes and see if you're fine. I'm not Shang Chi, so (laughs) you are human though. I can't hold my breath for five (laughs) five seconds, and then you know I'll I'll pass out. So yeah, so I didn't really have a lot of nitpicks, but those were just questions that I had. Got you, got you. Yeah, I don't think I really have. Well, we didn't mention Trevor Slattery, did we? Oh, no, we were going to come back to him, but we didn't. Yeah, he's in the movie. He's back. Oh, so I guess we should have talked about it. So basically, Marvel was like, oh, yeah, all that nonsense from Iron Man 3. Yeah. Not 
kind of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they, and I really feel like they went out of the way to be like, hey, we're sorry about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the fans did not like it. Yeah. So when they go to their dad's compound, Trevor's there. Mm-hmm. And basically he goes to jail for being a terrorist. And then, you know, the Ten Rings come and snatch him up and they were going to kill him. But they didn't because he's they an actor. They thought he was funny. <laughs> so basically, oh. he has been locked up all this time. But that's how they met the butt pig. <laughs> that told them how to get to Tao Lao. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The the magical city. And so unlike their dad who had to like wait at the front of the gate, they went in the back and like as the forest moved, they drove through to Yeah, to which was an interesting there. scene. Yeah. It was, yes. Yeah. So yeah, there is that. Yeah, so yeah, we did not mention that, but we should have. So yes, everything in Iron Man Three yeah. is not true. <laughs> Basically didn't happen. Yeah. That whole movie. Yeah. yeah. And it did it did uh, upset him that they used him. Um yes. You know, basically pretending to be him. Honestly, if you're Roger Killian, why would you? I don't. Why would you be like, oh man, I don't know who the leader of this terrorist group is, but I'm gonna pretend that I am them. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? I'm not gonna go around and say like, oh, uh, I'm one of the terrorist groups in the Middle East. <laughs> like, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he that just make up his own terrorist quick group? Way to get yourself killed. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. So are we going to rate the movie? Yes. All right. Delilah, you want to start? I'll pay for that. Okay. Dan. You didn't say who was next. Okay. So. <laughs> I would pay for that. Okay. I will pay for that as well. Uh, all right. Cool. Cool. I was going to give the same rating. I would pay for that, but I feel like this movie deserves to uh, get clarification. So I'm going to give a number rating as well. Oh, so right. I would pay for that is our second highest rating. I would say this is about an 8.5 out of 10. I think this was a very good movie. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I give it an 8 out of yeah, I give it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, excellent movie. Definitely should go see it if you haven't saw it. It's it is worth a watch. One of Marvel's uh, best movies out there. I I think they should do this more. We've seen it with Black Panther. You've seen it with this. When they really one give the directors the you know the leeway to work on the movies. I mean, we saw it with Thor. Um, yeah, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movies that the uh, Russo has directed, when you really when they really give them that leeway, and they don't put themselves in a okay, we have to be this hero in America that fits this kind yeah. of um, when you, mold. I think when you allow them to dive into a culture and just you know kind of mm-hmm. explore it, put it up on screen, put it in front of everybody with like not really any restrictions or anything like you know just let people see it like it's interesting yeah mm-hmm. this is what makes life interesting the variety you know what i'm saying like this is this is stuff that we don't know much about like everybody don't think they know something about karate and everything but like the, the differences in the culture why they do certain things a certain way where you know it's it's interesting and it, it comes off on screen like it keeps you it, it keeps you interested in the story it's like that i feel like they should do that more 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. It's um. It, I think it's excellent for world building too. Like if you're you're building this giant universe. So it's a world. So we step outside of the normal cities we see, like, you know, Los Angeles and New York. Kind of people we see. Yeah, yeah, just everything doesn't take place in America. Yeah. New York. New York. Yes, freaking New York. Is, yeah, everything doesn't take place in New York. Yeah, everything's <laughs> not about New York, you know, and everything doesn't have to be star spangly either. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it does not. So, yeah, that this was a refreshing movie to yeah. watch. It was it was good, and I hope that we means that we're getting more of this, more of things where it's a superhero movie without really being a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, because like we said, this could have not been a Marvel movie, and like just a movie that was put out, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have to change a thing about it. Yeah. So yeah. Except for the credit scene, it would change well, that. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that intrinsically makes it a Marvel movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but outside of that, though, yeah, man. Yeah. Nothing else. Could have been a standalone movie. Like, it's, it's, it's dope. I like it. So, bring us more of that, Marvel, please. Absolutely. Well, that is our thoughts on Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, what were yours? Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think about it? Did you enjoy the movie? What did you like most? And um, make sure you leave a like and subscribe. As always, we could, would appreciate that. We're we're getting pretty close to a million subscribers. Only 999,952 left to go. So, you know, you can help us reach that number. Yeah, we're close man yeah pretty close pretty close um so if you're listening to us in podcast form make sure you leave a rating and a review as well and other than that thanks again for watching and listening guys we definitely appreciate it peace out